0: What's up guys? Welcome to episode 5 of Within the Beard, a podcast talking to other content creators of why they got into content creation, why they make the content that they do, and where do they see their content going, and pretty much everything in between. Today my guest is my co-host of Point in Progress, featured on IGN and GameSpot, which is still crazy to me. Yeah. That. Gotta put that, Mario Rivera. (laughs) How you doing, man?
1: How you doing? Thank you.
0: (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much man this
1: is uh <laughs> this is cool to be here i thought this was a beard growing seminar so i can learn how to grow a beard because clearly i can't no
0: that's but, that's uh, that's if you sign up for uh the monthly subscription
1: oh got it got it got it okay
0: yeah. make sure you do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's it's <laughs> weird it's still weird saying that from like you've been featured on ign and you've featured on uh GameSpot. and from kind of yeah. funny also
1: kind of funny yes as well it, he's been on kfgd as well yeah i had to run uh it's over now i'll never just never happen again it was a good shot thank you so much i hit all hit all the the points i needed to hit and now i'm just coasted into the sunset Uh, no
0: dude that it's all gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be like that once we get points point in progress it's gonna get
1: bigger as well i know i know it
0: i know it uh before we get into anything i just want to go over some housekeeping stuff um you can find this show recorded live on twitch.tv slash the Hair or usually on Wednesdays. Uh, if you can't watch it live on the channel, you can also go to youtube.com slash the Hair Gaming every Friday. It is uploaded there, a little bit edited in case something happens with like tech issues and stuff like that, but it's all going to be up there. Uh, yeah, if you guys like the video, please hit the sub button, or if, please hit the like button. If you guys like the content in the channel, please hit that sub button. I'd really appreciate it. We're getting closer to 1,000. My goal this year is 1,000 subs on that channel. We're almost halfway. Almost halfway. Almost halfway. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. All right, dude. Okay, first thing I want to ask. I ask this to everybody that comes on. Is why did you get into this business of making content?
1: <sighs> well, ultimately, I think it just started from an early age, onset, wanting the need to make things and create things. Yeah, uh, I've always been a massive fan of filmmaking and films. Growing back as early as like my first favorite movies were uh, Superman the movie by Richard Donner to. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to Goonies by <laughs> by uh, Richard Donner as well. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. so happened to make two of my favorite movies. So going all the way back and just falling in love with the process of how they make them. And then later on getting into sort of the internet culture of things, of like watching and, and viewing things on the internet. Uh, when Revision 3 sort of was kicking around, that was my first like step into it because I wasn't so much um, – I, I, I kind of a fall-off character from someone who enjoyed uh, – G4 content. Oh, dude, yes.
0: G4. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember G4. When I was growing up, yes. G4 was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I watched a lot of their content when they when they put that out.
1: Exactly. And I was the same that I was saying when I found something that was like speaking to me, I was like, oh, my God, I'm latching on this channel. All their shows are awesome. Attack of the Show, X-Play, Arena, yeah. um, and Electric Pretty Girl, and a bunch of other stuff that they have done. Um, I remember specifically, like even before Attack of the Show was a thing, it was called uh, Screensavers for Tech TV. And it was the two co-hosts were Alex Albright and Kevin Rose at the time before yeah. it became what it did. And I ended up following them to Revision 3, which then got me into the online media part, which then connected me then to uh, Max, Max Scoville, oh, okay. uh, who was on Destructoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, then that got me to IGN and that got me to where I am now. Uh, so to see it being possible as a format, uh, a way to tell long-form storytelling or conversations or podcasts or you know just media like moving away and breaking from the standard cable you know cable channel uh, model, I thought that that was fantastic. And I I didn't I wasn't a traditional like YouTube person where I like grew up with all the YouTube stuff. It came from that aspect first. Yeah. Then I moved into YouTube eventually. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I, because of those influences and things like I feel like I had a shot. So. I uh, went to college for video and animation to try and learn all the tools that I need to succeed in this potential field. And yeah, I've worked on my own YouTube channel for a while. And luckily, it's the people you meet along the way in terms of connections. And eventually, yeah, I got Dual Shockers, And then I opened my mouth and and somehow ended up (laughs) on all of my favorite networks. Some some of them are all in the same week, which is crazy. Like yeah, I did, you kind did. of funny in IGN. Yeah, right you you
0: went back. around the horn on on that one because I I remember <laughs> I remember that week because that was kind of a crazy week for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was nuts because it was both uh, as we were celebrating obviously Hispanic Heritage Month that week um, because of a tweet I wrote at four o'clock in the morning, uh, It's basically expressing like, hey, if you need any Latino voices, here I am, and they heard me. And boom, there I go. I ended up being on kind of funny. I ended up creating a whole week of content for that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I also opened my mouth up when Dornbush said something <laughs> about a PlayStation fan. I'm trying to remember what the story was. I think it was they were like had a breakdown of like taking it apart. I was like, i love to talk about it. And then it was like, okay. And I'm like, why? <laughs> 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 you know. So uh, I, I want to go back to uh,
0: you going into school trying to do video and yeah. an- animation and stuff. So like most of the time, like for me, it was going to school to get get a degree and then work in that field, right? And then do this on the side, kind of type thing. So did you just have this idea that you wanted to do this from the very get go? And you're like, I need the tools, so I I want to go to school for this particular thing to make this happen.
1: Well, I mean, to be to be real, I mean, like I wanted to make movies, and I still want to make movies. Yeah, Uh, I still want, I I still have aspects and aspirations to eventually one day direct uh, feature films or even short films. Uh, at the same token, is like yeah, I need. I was so interested in how things were made and how how to do things, and I want to do myself. And then once I got my first taste of it, my very first taste of it was actually, uh, funny enough, uh, MS Paint plus Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> yeah, that's how my first. Because all I did was make like one still image of stick figures, move another still image, add music to it and voiceover, and like oh, I'm making movies but really it's just trash uh <laughs> but i mean you gotta start it was somewhere. at least the basis yeah used to, and then i learned because obviously i did that early so then when i jumped into you know in college i was learning uh final cut pro uh 7.0 not the x screw x x sucks <laughs> uh th- then i was like oh i have some of the fundamentals down because i was already kind of doing it on the pc on a really crappy pc yeah um but yeah, no, it's it's so great to, yeah, to learn those skills and it, having access to equipment and green screen rooms and all the editing software you don't have to worry about. This is obviously uh, we were primarily being taught on Final Cut and then because every every lab had a Mac. Yeah, um, yeah everybody later, had like, a Mac, yeah. Yeah, so you're in college. You, you basically <laughs> are bullied into buying a MacBook. At, yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah. Um it's because like so you're a different case
0: from everybody that I've had on the show so far because gotcha. everybody's been a Twitch streamer. Right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's yeah. been like trying to do the Twitch game and then try to dabble into YouTube. You're in YouTube dabbling into Twitch, really. Yes. I feel right. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. that's like the thing. So what what has been your transition to go into like making YouTube videos and stuff like that? Because I know you made a lot for like dual chalkers. I know you've put a lot of podcasts in dual chalkers as well. Yes. So like what's like the process that you have when you're making say like not a not a podcast cuz podcasts are a little bit easier I feel, you know, cuz like you just mm-hmm. sit down with somebody and you talk but like it's something that's a little bit more uh, script based kind of type thing. Yeah.
1: No, for sure. Uh, well, well so luckily a lot of the basis like for virtual shocker videos they they came out of the present that I wanted to adapt stuff from the writers and the things that the writers were doing. So it was taking the process of collaborating with the writers. So say like it was a review and taking their words and then finding the right footage or moment and capturing the spirit of what they're trying to say and then try to apply it into a video. So like stuff like that. Um, when it came to like the broadcasting, like I think the big thing that I learned like from Dual shockers or from my last run with them was um, broadcasting. Cause I wasn't doing a whole lot of that before I was doing some Twitch stuff, but it wasn't like to the extent. So like, Teaching myself OBS and teaching myself the tools to actually like start producing those things, uh, you know, doing a lot more Illustrator than I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to making le- to making layouts and thumbnails and stuff like that. So uh, those were all tools that were like self taught even before a college. So it- it's funny you learn so much just by being curious. And yeah. So I find that to be the the case for the most people, So.
0: That that's a lot for me too. Like me starting yeah. this going into streaming and stuff like that. It's just like it's all curiosity. Like how does this work? How does that work? And that's what makes yes. me excited, right? <laughs> I love I love learning new ways of doing things because like I know a lot of people like shy away from like oh man I gotta learn this kind of type thing, right? Like I gotta do this, but it's like man throw that throw that at me. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to learn it. I'm gonna try to watch YouTube videos. I'm gonna try to like like take out a night and just learn how to edit a video or like you said After Effects or animation or anything like that, right? So yeah, I I take that as like man, I need to do this and I want to do this really really badly because it it'll make me better as a, as a creator. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And um, so for so I for reviews, I want to also yeah, I want to ask you more about your reviews because yeah, that sure. is content that I that I like doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I I that's the content that I want to do. I've I've done a Witcher three review. I've done a second review. Just just kind of like just getting my bearings with that. And it's like, what, what, do you, what, what do you want to portray when you're doing the review? Like, what is your end goal when it comes to the review?
1: Ultimately, you just want to get across a point of view, I would say. So, for instance, uh, on my own personal channel, like when I was early starting up and I was trying to do Adapt and do different things for myself, I was trying to do some uh, movie reviews, right? And I was trying to uh, illustrate and give away my opinion. Uh, at the time, yeah, it really is just trying to find the thing that supplements it. So, like, when it came to, like, the Dual Shunker stuff, it was hearing what the voice of the, you know, the writer was. And what they're trying to convey, and then being able to portray that on screen, specifically certain moments. So, if something is wrong or something is messed up for the game, you got to make sure you put that in front and center because it matches, and there's sort of like an ebb and flow to the to the video itself. Yeah. So ultimately, it is just trying to capture what are they trying to say and betray it, and then ultimately do it. um Now, if there's like a, a part where you feel like there's a moment where you need to play the gameplay <laughs> to really illustrate it, and not just do a voiceover all the way through, then yeah this this punctuates things these things make things stronger yeah um you know it's really just trying to find the voice within the piece so for instance um my favorite review that we did at dual shockers was the final fantasy remake one primarily because i thought that a the game looks tremendous in motion uh i know if you stay still for a second you see a background i understand people are upset about it all those doors uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but while it's moving really fast, uh, it looks dynamic and beautiful and has sort of like an elegance to it. And so, I try to portray that with the music choice, with the imagery, with the voices of talking about action. You showcase action, you show a rising moment. Um, really just emphasizing, you know, what is the flow of the person talking? Are, are they excited at this moment? Or are they you know, quiet? Just fulfilling those things. Yeah. And when they have an emphasis on something, you emphasize it. So, like, there was a part about the music. So, I stopped everything and I just played the music for a second because you needed to hear
0: that at that moment. That That is something that I've really never taken in consideration when it comes to, like... Because, like, I, I guess i would be a little bit more critical on reviews because, like, I want to learn mm-hmm. to do better ones, right? Sure. The, the best way to do that is to become a little bit more critical and critical on yourself on making them. And, like, mm-hmm. that is something that I... Because, like, for me, a review is, like, all right, I got I got some... Uh, some footage i got some music i got my script Let's just throw it on the board and then we'll just see how it goes kind of type thing right but i feel yeah, like yeah. there's just more that goes into it as you get a little bit more in depth talking about a, like particular things inside yes. the review
1: yeah exactly um i think a, a good example of some somebody who does really well like this is actually if you ever uh video game donkey have you watched any yes. of these videos yes he just like he did one about ghosts and goblins, yeah, the other day, and it was so funny. And every shot, and boy, and I, I don't know if how he does it. Or like I don't believe he like films and records his voice at the same no. time, I think those are complete separate aspects of it. But the way that he does it and the way that he emphasizes things are just so funny,
0: yeah. Um, there yeah. is no way that he, he does that at the same time, <laughs> like that is no. like the, the stuff that he says is too, like, I you like, you could tell in his voice that he is. Um, he's stalling for something to happen, yes. and then it, when it happens, and oh, okay, that happened, kind of type of thing, right? Like you, you could kind of feel it in his, in his voice, but like he he nails the the execution is is flawless.
1: Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent is flawless. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, there's a reason why this guy gets like three four hundred four three to four million views per video, right? And it's yeah. short form content as well, which is kind of like what I guess it's a different kind of review, right? Like do you think reviews should be shorter? It should be longer on the like depending on
1: Cause uh, well like... there's different aspects to it, and it depends on and I come from the marketing side of things too, in terms of like how we're supposed to portray this so that way you know gain some revenue from it in some aspects, yeah. so it's interesting. There's the creative side of it, which is how long do you think it needs to be versus uh, how long reviews should be. I think reviews probably can tick between the range of seven to ten minutes um because i think you still need enough content in there to justify your point because you are talking about something that is much longer than your video yeah (laughs) so if you're playing a 60-hour game and you only give it like three minutes that's not enough time for context so i feel like it has to be like within that frame it can go longer if you want to go really in depth with it like someone who i absolutely uh admire is uh nikki jake um who did a one-hour, I believe, video on his thoughts on The Last of Us Part Two, and they're the polar opposite of my feelings, but his video was so compelling that I, I was like, man, I see where you're coming from, and it was so good. So he took an hour to really break down what his complex feelings were on that game, and I found it absolutely entertaining. Now, people can do it in 10 minutes, but it just totally depends on the process of how you go about it and the way that he makes his videos as well as propels you to keep going.
0: Yeah. It kind of keep, keeps you, like, guessing what he's going to say next kind of type thing. And, like, yeah, one of the things that uh, the same kind of thing is with girlfriend reviews, when they did a uh, yes. big deep dive on Last of Us Part 2. Not, like, a review of it, but, like, a deep dive of why they liked it and why they, they loved that game. It's just very interesting to see how they how they mesh their thoughts with their editing that they do. Because, man, they they got some next-level editing when it comes to that kind of
1: stuff. (laughs) He just has, like, a a whole barrage of files ready to go for the perfect moment at any (laughs) second. Because I'm just like, yeah, my only criticism of girlfriend reviews is that it's so meme-heavy to the point where, yeah, it's like most half the video, like 20% of the video is just memes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They are placed and put in at the right proper moments. That I feel like uh, there's no other meme that could go there. That's yeah. Perfect. You, did, you did exactly what you
0: needed. To do. I think that's why it probably takes them a while to get the reviews out. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It takes them a bit.
0: Okay. So, my next question for you, Mario, is um, why do you like, I why do you, I asked you why you got into this. Why do you make the content that you do? Like, what, what, why do you do what you do? Because I know we're on pip now, but like, just. Yeah. Why do you like to make the content that you do?
1: I, ultimately, a lot of the things that I discovered doing, especially at Dual Shockers was I preferred the conversational content. Very much like this, how I feel like just confident just being able to speak to you and, and talk to you about certain things. but that 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 was the thing that i learned that I, that's what i wanted to do more and be on camera i think i was i was doing this i was doing it before i went on the kind of funny thing but i feel like kind of funny thing really just punched me in the ass it really did wanna, yeah yeah because yeah, no, i you know, wanna, I know you it. had
0: a lot of content beforehand yeah right you had a lot of dual tracker stuff you had like i think you had a podcast on there as well yeah like even a, before yeah. that you had some stuff as well right
1: yeah, you know, like I've been doing it for long enough. Where I was either at my YouTube channel, or I even had a podcast before called the Model Citizen Show, uh, with a group of friends, with like Michael Ruiz, Logan Moore, and who were people that end up at Dual Shockers, and that's how I was get my introduction there. So, you know, it also helps just network and meet people. Um, but yeah, you know, I just why why do you things? Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just personally what I want to do. It's personally fun. It makes me happy to make things. So whenever I see things like. I'm the weird guy that will watch his video a thousand times after it's released because I just love the process of making it and how <laughs> I did it and what I, what I did and how silly sometimes it can be as much as it's as silly as just, you know, people talking. But yeah, I mean, because the only person that really knows what how your video is made is you. Yeah. So when you see it live and you see other people reacting to it and they're like questioning or wondering, like, you know, certain decisions, you're like, well, you know why you did that. You know why you picked that, <laughs> Good or bad. You know, good or bad. So there are some reviews where it's like I ran out of footage and I just have to reuse some stuff. Don't worry about it. You know, sometimes projects just got to come out too. <laughs>
0: that's 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 so interesting because like when I when I put a video, I watch it once and I'm like, okay, that's it.
1: <laughs> Mainly because I don't like hearing myself. No, for sure. I'll be banned. You should see just transcribing. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. Even, uh, that'd be a. If
1: I if I saw that, I'd be a nightmare. I'd be like, guys, why why am I even on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, I live that podcast. I live and breathe that podcast. I, I'm on it and then I listen to it. So I've seen every episode. So I can't say I didn't.
0: Yeah. I'm so, constantly working on it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. So that is a fair, that's interesting because, like, the reason that I got into this is to, like, try to help people like through their days kind of type thing, right? Because there's always people. Because, like, the reason why I got into content creation is because when I watch a content creator, I kind of forget everything that's happening around yeah. me and i'm just kind of like okay i just want to focus on this have some laughs and just kind of not think about stuff right and that's i want to be that for somebody else so that's what kind of gives me more energy about about doing it but like you saying that like you you like the process of creating content cuz like you come from a youtube side you don't come from a twitch side so like it's a little bit different yeah. as well sure sure do
1: you do you... Well, you, well there's Sorry. no audience there's no audience when you're making it and i yeah. think that's what it is you you are kind of crafting it for yourself uh, but I, but I do like the fact that in some aspects of so like when I do live streams that when people are there, I try to interact as much as possible. So I, I do see the aspect of that too. Um, you know, it just, it really just depends, but ultimately I think, uh, you can make things for people, but I also think you can, you have to make things for yourself. Yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. Um, cause I'm always curious about how people react good or bad, you know, I'm always ready to read the comics if there's comments. But... Well,
0: you take, you take the good and you take the bad, and you take that consideration, try to make the changes that you need to make. Right. I thought
1: you were gonna do the facts of life for a second there. That's no. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: Um, what what has been your transition into Twitch? Like, what uh, what? Okay. How do you feel about it <laughs> compared to making videos on YouTube?
1: You know, it's uh, it's interesting. I uh, and it it comes from years of lower expectations, but at the same time, you know, when you are on Twitch and you are there for an hour or two, and you can see a growth of people, or you cannot see a growth. It just to me for it's, it's mostly because I'm totally sporadic about it. So I need to be more consistent. I feel like I would be I would feel better about it. But I would say it's it's definitely more uh opening and freeing because yeah. uh, the other thing I notice is that I tend to be do bad at video games when I'm live. But, <laughs> but You're not, I'm not the live, only one. I'm, i'm so good i promise you i'm so good at call of duty but the moment i I go online
0: third place last place i get dubs on top of dubs man when i'm offline when i turn turn that switch on when i turn that stream on i'm just like i'm a potato at that point i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i i i am starting to slowly love it more and more i will say that broadcasting uh podcasts like similar like this is something that i might pursue because i feel like this makes me the more the most comfortable as opposed to me playing a game and performing on it because i feel like there's less out of my control in some aspects yeah because at least with a conversation i can hopefully you know keep facilitating and keep offering questions and, and actually have a personal connection i think that is easier to do but when it comes to me like playing call of duty and trying to entertain people i'm like i'm doing bad i'm sorry <laughs> like, mostly <laughs> doing that but uh yeah you know trying to maintain trying to make things look good uh to finally like get a, a sort of look i think right now the way that my stream looks is probably the best it's ever looked in terms of design and that's because i had a lot of help with uh nurse nerf Alice, who've created a bunch of assets for me and i've you know practiced doing the obs stuff from learning it you know doing live streams for dual shockers and then now i feel like i'm confident to do that going forward on more live streams for things um, yeah. reactions and stuff like that yeah um being being a self-taught obs user has been great because yeah every time i learn something new i just get excited about it
0: so yeah that's that's one of the that's one of the exciting things honestly that's one of the exciting things like when i, when yeah. I learn something new i'm like yes i can how, how can i <laughs> use this to make my stuff better
1: Yeah, like you blew my mind when we were starting Pip, and you created the stinger, and I'm like, this thing looks awesome. I just want to keep using it, Uh, and (laughs) I will eventually. (laughs) Yeah, I just keep transitioning because it's fun. Um, I will eventually, of course, figure. I got to make that for my channel. I have to make me a stinger.
0: Yeah, I when I when I learned how to do that, and when I started learning how to um, do animation and stuff, I just I fell down a rabbit hole, man. I fell down a <laughs> rabbit hole. I started like making little like I like all my alerts, most like most of my alerts, they're all done by me through animation. Mm-hmm. So when everything pops up on the screen and all that kind of stuff. So like it's I just I, I I got one thing and I was like how do I how do I change everything on my channel now?
1: Sure, <laughs> how sure. do I animate
0: everything on my channel? <laughs> it's like
1: uh, it's, uh, Twitch is the new MySpace page where the MySpace page would have just like animated glitter and like the, the cursor was different when you go to the page. Yeah, uh, playing My Chemical <laughs> in the background. Uh, <laughs> that's just our uh, that's our, our MySpace pages. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> so like so your transition to Twitch. Are you planning to do more with that now? Like, is that yeah? Because I know yeah. for Pip, we're thinking of transitioning into that at some point here soon, right?
1: Yeah, um, for sure.
0: Yeah, so or do you do you want to transition more into that and then kind of divide your time equally, I guess? Or is your is your love always gonna be YouTube and then kind of Twitch is gonna be there I, to do?
1: I, I... I mean, I come in and out of things like I fall in love with certain things I don't fall in love. Like right now I'm in the idea of uh, video essays, but I also feel like everyone's doing video essays and I'm trying to you know, I'm trying to figure it out, trying to figure out those niches. But I will say that I will be trying my best to do a divvy of both where I will pick select days where, yes, this is what I will be doing on stream. And I think. The more successful I had at it when I was focusing on one specific thing as opposed to being sporadic and like, I'm going to play Overwatch today. or oh, I'm going to play Halo today. I'm going to play. I'm going to try and catch whatever's you know hot right now. No, I had more fun playing Resident Evil on stream. Yeah. <laughs> you nope. know, I, just chilling out. And then if you guys want to watch me get spooked, this is perfect. I'm going to play through games that I've never played before. And we're going to learn together.
0: Dude, that's one of the biggest things that I've that I see, like playing the big hot games right when they come out just doesn't. One, yeah. cause like, as being a person that's on Twitch it doesn't transfer into like viewership that much because mm-hmm. so many other people are already playing it, yeah. right? Why would they you don't
1: want to watch me watch it? Yeah, you're gonna watch Harf Watt play. You're yeah, gonna you're gonna watch like Fortnite
0: or, or like yeah. you know like a big streamer like Tim or or Shroud or something like that. Like the, they like yeah. the people that are gonna be either good at it or more entertaining or they just have a bigger f- following right it's just, yeah 100 so this is one of the reasons why like i put myself into the the niche of Soulsborne games for example sure. right because like Soulsborne isn't huge but it's big enough that i can create something with my channel and actually hit a milestones with it because when yeah. i started i started with final fantasy 11 and i hit a ceiling pretty quickly in there <laughs> and i was like i can't grow from this like there's no there's no growing mm. right so yeah. finding finding a niche to like know where your ceiling is and that, that you can hit your goals with and then go from there right mm-hmm. always kind of take take that uh take that goal hit it and then be like all right what's next what do i want to do next kind of type thing right yeah so, so uh f- yeah so finding your niche is it's a huge thing in my opinion it's a huge thing
1: and in and, and a lot of ways i think maybe my niche is me where you know if, if i'm just Proactive on myself in terms of being present and available, and being there like people that might be interested. And I think that focusing on a game or one specific series of something, I think will just be the key. Because otherwise, I'm just like trying to be competitive on Call of Duty. It's just not. It's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Me, me focusing on a story based thing, which is again, I'm, I love stories. You can hear my commentary about the story as we're going live, and I think that'll probably it going forward. Because yeah, I played. Ooh, yeah four five and seven resident evil all on stream and so i'm probably gonna play eight on stream and that probably where i'll go from there so did you play two on stream uh no, i didn't play i played it before oh okay so, that, so okay so, yeah, so just with within the last year so
0: 4 oh, sorry you said four five and seven you played yeah yeah so you've so, never so played those before
1: never played them before you no. never played four so. before
0: never that's played crazy. four before
1: yeah never played four before oh, I, so okay i played the first part of four many times okay never finished it like i got into whether the controls <laughs> the controls are real no, bad it, it was, no no i mean at the time it, it was like oh, these are the controls in the game yeah yeah but yeah. uh but yeah i ended up playing it on pc um and honestly the controls didn't matter because it was a mouse keyboard that's
0: fair. Uh, yeah. um
1: so it's actually not bad, um, but in terms of yeah, so I you know got to play it for the first time and get through it and enjoy it for what it was. There's some elements I think oh this is really good, and some elements where I'm like, this is aged weird. So <laughs> we'll see what this remake does um, for sure. But yeah, and then I played five with Frank on stream. We did all the way through, and then seven I did on Halloween and nice went nuts. And that game was poop, poop scary. So <laughs> I that, that's really excited. one of the Resident
0: Evils that I, can't, I haven't played yet is seven. Like I played all That's the other good. ones, cause and yeah. I I really like Resident Evil. It's like one of my favorite series. I just haven't gotten to seven yet, and I kind of want to play it right before eight comes out. Oh,
1: you would have a blast! It's so it's so scary and fun. Yeah, definitely put on sound alerts too, so that way people have to pay bits to play spooky sounds at you. It's great. It's the way to go. It's a, it's a real fun time. That's the way to go.
0: <laughs> um, yes. All right, getting back to it. <laughs> Get back yeah, to sorry. it. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um. Uh. Okay, so I wanted to ask you where do you want your, like, where do you see your content going from now? Like, from now until, like, later on? Like, where do you see it going? Where do you you want to make as well?
1: I would like to get back on track of making my first short film, Um, but of course the world has to be better before I do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have written many scripts, uh, short film scripts, uh, that I feel like could be easily done with such a short amount of crew that i would very much like to do but before i do that that's just future stuff uh in the meantime i do want to continue and develop my own writing skills in terms of doing these video essays or doing you know opinion pieces and actually feel like making them like for instance i had a lot of fun i just goofing off on the mortal Kombat video uh, trailer that came out um you know last month and i made a video that i wasn't feeling it because I, I was, it was the truth. I wasn't feeling it at the time. Now my hype level is too high because it's actually looking <laughs> kind of good. Um, but at the time, I was like, I'm lowering tempered expectations because you know I've I've been around the block. I played a lot of. Uh, I've seen a lot of these movies. These movies don't do well. Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, have we but, all seen Annihilation? I think we've all seen Annihilation.
1: Yeah, we've all seen Annihilation. <laughs> but in that video, I almost didn't edit anything because I was speaking straight from the heart, and I was speaking clearly, and I was speaking my mind, and I personally had a blast. So I definitely want to do more content like that. And If people uh like my opinion or not, that's, that's where you go. You can tell me in the comments. Just keep bringing up those views. And then at the same time, I definitely want to eventually make uh, shows. Which there is a project uh, that I am working on in Pip that I want to focus on. It's very much like this, Uh, (laughs) but in a different way. And I'm excited for people to see it once I uh, start gathering more people for it. It is a guest-based show.
0: Yeah, because I've seen you doing it here and there with people, and it just like that. That's that's something that uh, I want to do something new for Pip as well. So like okay, yeah. so so jumping to Pip now. All right, well sure. let's let's jump to Pip. So Pip, for people that don't know, is uh, our venture out into the podcasting world right now. Right now, it's the podcasting yeah. world of uh, <laughs> we've created a YouTube channel called Point in Progress. It's me, Frank, Fee, Sly, and Mario. So it's the the five of us. Uh, every week we get together, to talk about video game news, and obviously that's not where it's going to stop. We're gonna we're gonna start making more content and stuff like that. Now the self promo is yeah, sure. over. What made you want to get into that?
1: I think ultimately it came from our friendship of us hanging out in Fee's Discord channel every day. It felt like every day. day. (laughs) It was every day playing among us, you know, messing around. Someone's watching anime in some aspects. And uh, yeah, we just goof around and have a good time. And I'm trying to remember, I believe it was Fee or Sly that kind of approached the idea first and i think one of us just said yo this is a podcast or something and i remember uh there was a fight that we had and the fight was about what we should call it and of course i was a heavy proponent for uh the third base club which was of course uh which of course for the audience who doesn't know this uh i made it's a joke. I promise there was a joke about me not knowing what the bases were um in love so That's how we'll call it. And they made fun of me for it for a while. And then Third Base Club kind of just happened like as a title. And then I bought the URL. So I own the URL for Third Base Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you go to thirdbaseclub.com, uh, it takes you to our YouTube channel for a pip. So that's <laughs> so if you want to use it, there you go. I love But anyways, it. and then it came up was like, oh, okay, we are going to do something because this sounds too fun and awesome. And then it grew from there where it was very much – the five of us talking about all the things we love including anime movies stuff like that which is usually our pitch and our you know our uh hot takes section but we also want like talking about news and we have things we have opinions and we're all things but as friends i think we all just came together and was like hey let's let's try and do this let's try to do it big so uh, i think that was the genesis of it slide definitely steered around, steer around and like pushed it forward so that way we had like the urls all the socials so like we started getting a little crazy and then from there i'm like all right this is the thing we got to work on it and coming up just with the concept of the base show and then having you know introducing you as well as part of the part of the group because i feel like we all have wonderful independent voices so what if they sound good together yeah, and you know, and Fee if, if he wasn't doing anything in terms of uh, podcasting at the time, now she's doing all the podcasts.
0: Yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> now she's got like eight of them that she's doing every yes. week. It's like what? <laughs> where, where did this? Where did this happen? Uh, that, that one of the big things for me for for starting uh, point in progress with you guys because like I I was like you guys already had something going, and I was like, oh hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that was like I like the collaborative nature of it. You know, yes. like lo- you look at like Waypoint, for example, over there with Alec yeah. and uh, Rumble Pack and Brett and all of them over there. It's it's. I wanted to like do something like that where I could have like this collaborative experience with 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 friends and make content with friends.
1: Yes. So like
0: like I I'm so excited to sit down like, with Fee at some point and like do a video essay because of, of an idea that I have that I want to just kind of brainstorm with her and stuff after this month is over. And it's just that—that that is the stuff that, I like, even like making content with you on on Point of Progress or with Frank or with Sly. It's—I think it'd just be—it's just so. There's just so many avenues that we can go with that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I—and I know that I, I Frank uh, has been my f- friend for a long time now, for almost uh, going on uh, ten years. And uh, for me to finally have something with him has been awesome because we've tried before, and it's. It was a little goofy, but to be reined in and uh, be actually like uh, with other people, I think was probably the best idea of it just being not just our voices because we sound the same uh, yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. So I think it's it's been the best and, uh, you know, see him coming and growing out of a shell and doing this stuff has been great, too. So really, it is just sort of like everyone's wanting to do something and then feeling that we could all do it together and yeah. that we're tied in that way. So, yeah. It became
0: real after we got like hundred subs in like the first week, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It
1: was like, "Oh no, we have got it. Okay, we can't back out now."
0: Honestly, it it really hit me once. Like, once that happened, because like, dude, you don't get a hundred subs like that, right? You don't no. get your you, are, you don't get your URL in the first like two weeks of doing your your podcast. So it's just it's just so weird. It's just so weird, and I can't wait to see like what what happens after that like what, what 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 kind of content we're gonna make and where, where it's gonna yeah. grow
1: yeah and then i'll tie it back to like to the very beginning even to the stuff that uh like the how i got dual shockers is just it's when you reach out to enough people and people like you for who you are and understand your process and your worth or your work uh they will respond so like i would say that everyone that saw that uh we were coming out with something new and they knew me from before and all that stuff they felt that compelled to come and and support that and same thing from your audience from everybody from your Twitch channel and your Discord saw that and they're gonna come out and then I know that uh Fee has been in the community for so long and involved in so many things. I think people see her name specifically and then yeah they, they drive too. So I think that just these are all these pillars are just people just um people that we've touched in some way <laughs> I think are coming together <laughs> and actually helping us out. Yeah. So I just feel like we've had enough to go reach it, you know, reaching the different corners of the internet now that I feel like it's been great to have everyone come together and support us in such a big bad way. Um I yeah, mean, there, here we are. <laughs> the, the, the support
0: has been kind of crazy with the cause like making content and making uh stuff for like YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that, it's difficult, man. It's sometimes yeah. it's like finding motivation is hard. Um and finding just that little extra gear can be really hard too. You know? Yeah so so like what is what's one of your motivations? For doing this
1: uh well one of my motivations is i think that in terms of the projects themselves of how being a team collaborative uh i missed that and i missed it from before when i did my old show uh model citizens so to be in a system where i don't necessarily have to do everything myself but to be in a collaborative sense where i can learn things from people so like i've learned a ton of stuff about accessibility uh, through Slack, yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, applying that to what we do at Pip, and then applying that now going forward on what I want to do, I think has been uh, instrumental. Uh, you know, in- instrumental in things that will you'll be seeing here on, on Pip, obviously. Uh, like I think starting uh, the next time I stream, I'm definitely going to have a caption bar section just built into the stream because I have enough space for it. So I think that's so that way they'll have live captions on the show. So if people need that. Uh, it'll be accessible. It's not perfect. And then I learned that it's not perfect. But at the very least it is a option. Um, you know, when it comes to all of our podcasts on our YouTube channel, like learning which how to do transcribing. And I, I transcribed before for an internship, but not at this level. And uh do learn I mean, all the tools that are out there, but still it's
0: you know it's tough. When you're
1: transcribing something that's
0: like an hour and a half, right? That's it's it's a lot of and especially when you got five people crosstalking, like we were saying, like it's yes. it's a lot. It's a lot to process. It's a lot. Yes. Especially when you don't have, like, a
1: tool to help you in a way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So luckily, we we discovered something that does work that's not just the YouTube algorithm, and we've been using it, and it's a lot better, but still a learning process, still something. But it, at the end of the day, I think it's worth it because if one more person could enjoy it in some aspect... and. By all means if it is they they're reading you know reading the new captions on the video or even just reading the transcript or uh, you know whatever it ends up being that allows another person to, to view it I think is awesome. Um, yeah but I I think a part of me what to do to the purpose of wanting to do all this is just to learn from all the others learn from you know fee in terms of her managing skills with all the things she's learned with like maintaining certain aspects of the kind of funding community and admitting stuff. She, she's taking a lot of that energy. She's applying it to us and very much keeping it on ball. I'm learning all the streaming stuff and what it to like to make things like in terms of like the thumbnails and like the thing or stuff. Like I, I've, I've focused on all the aspects that you've made so far and what you'll, you'll be able to contribute going forward. Um, you know, slide with accessibility and Frank, Frank, I'm, I'm happy that he's here because uh, he is, he's a young boy and uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this might spark some, it, it, interested for him for maybe he wants to continue doing this on a more grander basis and see what goes from there uh, yeah
0: because he it seems like he's just getting started into this whole business yes. right like i've been doing this for about what three three years now right uh, yeah. Sly, uh I, Sly, I guess it's slides like his first first venture into it too majorly well. yeah 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 so and then you've been here you've been here for a while so
1: yeah so i've seen them fall but hopefully i can learn from those mistakes and uh, go from there yeah exactly
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. All right, two questions for you. First question is, what is something that really caught you off guard when you're making content? Something that you thought that was going to be like, oh, man, I know how this works, but then you're like, oh, damn, oh, shit, this is not how this works.
1: Caught me off guard while making content.
0: Um, like, for me, it was it, – like, for, for my thing would be, like, editing because I didn't think, like, that was going to be a big issue. I was like, oh, it. yeah. I'll stream. I'll throw it up, or I'll like. I'll stream it, and then uh-huh. uh, I'll throw a video up. It's fine. And then you're editing a video for like a week, and you're like, "Oh my god, is this ever gonna end?" Gotcha, <laughs>
1: gotcha. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll say, I think motivation is probably the, the thing that takes me off guard because I have the mentality of the high school needs to get the homework done at the last possible minute, and I and I feel like that. <laughs> I think like those are the things that always catch me off guard because I'm always like, oh, what time is it? Oh crap, I need to (laughs) cram and get this thing done. Yeah. I think it's just being attentive is things that I'm I'm still you know um, sort of like getting used to, Um, especially now since like the world is like a time is a flat circle, so like everything just feels like Monday. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's just you know I'm I'm taken back by how how sometimes where I'm like, why am I delaying? I should just be up and running. But I think that's probably more of a personal thing <laughs> other than just content creation. No, I
0: mean, yeah. No, motiv- motivation is a big thing because, like, man, I procrastinate a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. And it, it, it I know it it's detriment, de- detrimental to what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, I need because I need to make this. I need to make that. Once I get a role, though, it's a whole different thing.
1: Sure, Once that motivation
0: yeah. is flowing, it's just, like, one of those things where like, I get this thing done. I get that done. I get this thing done. All right. Let's push that out. All right. What's the next thing? Yeah,
1: I think I'm better when, when, the, when the deadline, when I have a deadline, I'm better at it. So that's why I'm overly, uh, I don't know if you noticed though, like when I finish an episode, I'm constantly at in the middle of the night texting everything I'm doing because yeah. I want everyone to know that I'm doing my work. Yeah, So I'm like, did the minute, I did this, I did that, I did this, <laughs> uh, all so I can keep myself accountable um, because yeah, I am afraid. But at the same time, I am motivated by deadlines and that's why I feel like I'm always that last, last minute person because I know where the deadline is and I want to hit it so that uh, extra energy <laughs> honestly it's <laughs> should even, myself.
0: like it's not even that it's not about like the deadline too when you're when you're do- doing those messages to everybody it's like it's more communication too right because sure, like sure. The, when you have like a group aspect this is what i've been learning now having like a more yeah. of a group aspect when you're making content is like it, everybody has to be on the same page right mm-hmm. everybody's got to be communicating everybody's got to be talking to each other be like all right we got this done all right what's the next thing on the list uh, cuz like recording the podcast is the easy part that is the easiest part. It's the easiest yeah. part. It's everything that comes afterwards, right? The yeah. transcribing, yeah. the thumbnail, breaking it into parts and editing it. That that stuff uh, is yeah. is the more time-consuming part cuz like a lot of people don't see that aspect of it. They see, "Oh, recording a podcast." That, that that looks easy. That looks easy. Yeah.
1: And then it's all the other stuff like a lot of stuff that I learned from Dual shockers, which I'm I for the one thing I am proud of my time at Dual shockers is learning all these little aspects of like SEO and titling and thumbnails, and uh, obviously figuring out what is the best key phrases and things to you know hopefully get more eyes on it. So doing the backend stuff for that, I do that for every video. I make sure to put the proper tags. I put tags that I think are most relevant. I research tags. Uh, I use Google Trends and I type in specific things so that way if I think the video pertains to it, then yeah, I will put those tags in our video. Hopefully they'll show up on the, you know, you, you, you know, YouTube or even Google just trying to make it as successful as possible, which is why, you know, some days I'll look at the videos and they're like, all right, cool. 10, right, we have 10 views, but then I'll like check back like a couple days later. And then now we're at like 70 or, or more than that. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I'm surprised. And I think it's because <laughs> of all that extra finessing and working that you kind of have to come up with and do.
0: It's it's crazy to see like videos, like my Witcher three videos somehow is still getting views. It gets like 10 views per day. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't remember when it, when I released it, I think it was like a year and a half ago since I released sure. it now and it still gets views. And I'm just so confused. But it's probably just because it just hits that – what it hits that niche of The Witcher, and the other thing is probably just how it's it's, uh, labeled and how it's titled and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Because it's a review, so a lot of people like to watch reviews for games that they just played or games that they want to play.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, for our videos for, like, Pip, right, I'll try to focus on what is the thing that's going to be the most popular. So, like – then that we're going to title it the 4K switch because everyone's looking for the 4K switch <laughs> or uh, uh my favorite one has been I did it for the Yuffie only because I wanted to make a dumb little bi- uh, biscuit joke but also Yuffie would probably be the thing everybody's searching so that's why that's on the title yeah. um you know stuff like that right I'm just like those are the little things you don't think about when it comes this is the things I didn't know about when I was a kid when I was just doing it on my own YouTube channel and just all I'm doing is uploading the video, trying to put a funny title and then pray it does anything. But no, there's actual work you have to do. You have to put the description, you know, you have to put the time codes so people can like jump places. Cause people, you know, like to do that or you, you really have to put the work into individual videos. Yeah. Luckily there is now presets, but yeah, I think it's really just understanding and all and some of the other smart things I would say is uh, if you are a new person or even if you are, you yeah, know, if you're not so established, just don't release that many videos in one day because that can actually be detrimental to the you don't way want, you don't want to perform. flood
0: it right you don't want to flood each, yeah because like, the I... way
1: that the algorithm works is that if you post one video and then you post another video a couple hours later well now youtube isn't forgetting about your other video so now this is the only video that matters yeah so for some people and i'm not pointing anybody out but there's some uh, youtubers that are just posting like uh multiples a day you're drowning your other videos yeah so so you got to be careful about that and so so, placement and timing that's why when our videos come out i try to put them out during the afternoon because it's just like just a little enough where like people are checking their phones (laughs) usually in in the afternoon or they're leaving work and they have something to watch yeah so this is
0: this is why i usually do this at like 2 p.m today i couldn't do that but you do at 2 p.m because like everybody's either working or at their desk or so 'Cause like once five PM kinda rolls around, everybody's going home or or everybody's home or they don't want to be on their computer and stuff like that, right? So like that's yeah. why we do it too, because that more people can watch it. But um the uh uh oh, man, I forgot what I was gonna say. I had something in my head, and when you have something in your head sure. and you have it, and then it just goes away. Sure. And it is like, damn damn (laughs) it's like like i had the point where to go i had i had a direction but then i just lost the road you know (laughs) i had the car i had the direction i was going but then i then i lost uh, then i lost the road um i mean you know so yeah so okay so my next question is so for people that are just like so this show is a lot for people that want to get into content creation right for the first time or people are just starting out Because the people that already established, they know that they're no, they know their secret sauce. They've already figured it all out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is something? What is a piece of advice you can give people? Oh, the other thing before I was before before going to that found the road. I I found the road. I found the road. Okay, great. Uh, Is that this is probably why people upload once a day, right, or once a Mm -hmm. week,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because they don't want to drown their other videos. Because usually like kind of funny games daily for example once a day uh it they could probably get more views if they did it like through, like the entire like i don't know actually because like they're they're so for,
1: for kind of funny it's different right because yeah. i feel like they have grown audiences for certain things so like people are really into in review stuff so those they'll, they'll be there for in review um but they're those if you remember those days are what tuesday and uh Friday? friday right yeah, yeah. And those are the only videos that for on that channel that go out those days yeah for the most part and that's why they have two channels so it's like you feel like there's a lot more coming out from them yeah. per day but really it's just there are doing the one video per day the only time where that doesn't work is uh when they do ps i love you because they'll do i they'll do games daily then ps i love you yeah so then games daily theoretically drowns out ps i love you theoretically that's that's the thing because like you can even
0: see it during their their twitch streams is like Mm -hmm. their viewership goes up during kind of funny games daily and then it goes down for everything else right yeah because everybody wants to see the the news of the day and all that kind of stuff right
1: yeah they've built they built themselves up i think they're the exception that proves the rule yeah but when you are a like you know less than what they have specifically then yeah i think that it really is just focus on your video even if it doesn't do well just put your one video out. Yeah. Put your energy then later on another one.
0: One of, one of the main reasons why I did this podcast is, one, to help people, and the other one is to keep myself consistent. So I haven't missed a week in, in, in five weeks. It's going to be the fifth week. So, like, I want to see that number at 50. Like, I want to get go. to, like, the 50th week and be like, I haven't missed a week. I don't <laughs> know if I know 50 people, but we're going to figure that out.
1: <laughs> That's why I feel like we're approaching our our versions of our shows differently. I feel like... You're, you're, you're going to go with the weekly route. I'm going to go the seasonal route. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to be like, it's, it comes out when I say, and uh, the second season will also come out when I say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have creative control over it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> In a way. Right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, I want to go uh, loop back into the other uh, question that I had. So, like, if you had a piece of advice for somebody that's starting out or uh, hasn't started yet but want to start, what would you say? What would What would you say?
1: Uh, Here's a few things I would say that if you are looking to go to school for these things, just be a mind that uh, they're what your reasons are. Is it that you need access to facilities and items because you feel like you just don't have the access to that? That's a possibility why you would go to school. Otherwise, everything you could pretty much learn on your own by yourself on either a website like skillshare or youtube even which is which is completely free and I don't have to worry about paying <laughs> tuition because as someone who has to pay school stuff now uh for a school that disappeared by the way because film schools uh don't make a lot of money yeah uh so be careful about that just uh i would say that if you feel like it's something that you could you need like a resource like if you're like in a town that doesn't have a whole lot of stuff or something like that and you need to leave for school. Yeah. I'd say go for it. But for someone like me, I, uh, going to school was great. It was great. Some great experiences. However, there are things I feel like I could have learned easily <laughs> at home. So I would say just keep in mind if you decided like, where do you want to get your skills from? Yeah. Uh, sec, uh, the second thing I would say would be to, uh, don't be afraid to uh, make and reach out and ask for uh, connections or even for people to look at your stuff. Because uh, for me, for many years, I felt like I was struggling to get in to anything. But it, because it was the kindness of meeting people and getting to know them, and then for them to see your work and to show your work, that's how I got Dual Shockers. Was because I met people. And we had similar interests, and they liked my stuff, and they recommended me to the right person. Uh, same thing happened actually with uh, my former coworker. Who he was a he was a kid who just DM'd me on Twitter, asked me about if there was potential positions of people you know joining our team. And I he had his demo reel. I no, I basically asked him. Hey, yeah, yeah, sure. Let me see your demo reel. And I saw his stuff. I saw what he could do. I saw the potential in him and I said, yo, yeah, give him a shot. So I would say, don't be afraid to take risks and reach out to people, even if you feel like you're not worthy yet. Just try it anyways. Because um, if anything, they'll give you constructive feedback and hopefully you'll learn from this. Yeah. And then just keep going. You know, don't be afraid to fail because it's going to happen. It's going to happen a th- so, many, so many times. Um, but at the end of the day, just don't be afraid to ask for help and then meet people who are like minded. So, like for us, we're, we're a smaller group that all loves podcasts. So we're making a podcast. We all have our own different skill sets and we're all contributing in all our little ways. And I think that's, what's going to make us strong at the end of the day. So just go out, go to kind of funny meetups. <laughs> <laughs> when, it's uh, safe to go <laughs> when it's safe to go. there. When it's safe to go. Or not just kind of funny meetups, but you know, meetups with your community and whatever community that you have, just get to know people. And then you'll see, you see, there's just so many of these like, Smaller podcast groups because they're all f- founded by like minded people and that all want to have fun and do it. So, yeah, yeah.
0: that's that's dude, one of the biggest things that I've, I've seen in the last little while is like collaboration. Collaboration mm-hmm. has been like a big step for that I've taken this year, for example, or even like gotcha. l- the latter part of, of last year. Sure. Uh, because like I've always been kind of just doing my own thing on Twitch. And just kind of playing my games and just be like, okay, well, that's it. But I've never actually like sat down and talked to like people like doing this with people that I like. So like my first person that I had is I, I talked to him a lot, Hellsman. I talked to like I talked to him a lot. So it was more of like a friendship. Like it's more like I he's already friends, so it's a little bit easier to talk sure. to. But then I had like Robert on, Robert Highwin on, uh I had um Doc Brooke on, and then like I had Paul on for, for the last couple, and it was like I, I know them tangentially, but I haven't sat down and talked to them. And then actually talking to them, I was just like, man, these guys are these, – these people are amazing. Because, like, the, the content that they make is, like every, – everybody is just so unique. And I just love uh, talking to people that have – that bring that uniqueness to their content. And I feel like even talking to you, you bring, like, the more – you bring the more professional side, I guess cuz like every time i see you i think more of a professional side minus your picture in the shower uh with the with the what is that drink called uh vodka Tito's vodka Tito's that's what it is yeah yeah Tito's out of I was context to see if i had
1: the bottle right here i was going to grab it <laughs> uh, out of
0: context that was a very bad sentence i'm very sorry <laughs> no, that's fine <laughs> um but yeah like i feel like when it, when i when i see you it's more professionalism and like that is something that uh, I see, it. And I'm just like, man, that that is something that I want to do more. And like, like you're just your way of handling being on the different uh, places, like kind of funny, being in different places like IGN and stuff like that, and just see that. And be like, man, that's that's where I want to be. Like, I, I at least want to get there at some point.
1: No, I mean, absolutely. It, it's I, I had to build it from something, and luckily, like I said, I, it's been years of falling through. I mean, the, the I think I guess I'll leave you, and it's a quote I've I've told a few people, but. Uh, I met Guillermo del Toro uh, at my old job when I worked at a movie theater and I told him that I went to film school and it's just hard and he told me don't worry uh, your 30s they suck uh, <laughs> up until your 30s they suck when the 30s happen then life gets better so he made me feel good and that basically was just speed to summarize that I'm going to fail a bunch of times and eventually I as long as I put in the work I'm going to make it someday and if it is just me showing up on those shows is the starting point of that, then by all means. And then I'm just curious now where to go from here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I say just fail, fail, fail again, and try again. Just yeah. Keep doing no, it. honestly, Don't if you t- keep
0: if you keep failing, like that's something that's like a learning process. It's like a learning thing, right? You fail, yeah. and then you just kind of see why you failed, and like, all right, let's let's change it up next time and see what happens, and try to see exactly. with what what kind of shit sticks to the walk kind on of type of thing, right? So, 100%. yeah. No, I agree with that. And and yes, once you get to your 30s, it gets better. In my opinion, it gets, it gets better. better. <laughs> it gets better. Because like I finally know where I want to go. I finally know where I want to be. Yeah. And I started doing that like when I was 29, 30. Like I, I knew that I wanted to get my degree. I wanted to get into programming and stuff like that. And I had so much fun. And I still do want to do that. Like I still enjoy yes. that. But I know my end goal is this. It's like creating content and just talking to people and... Trying to make something that will put a smile on a person's face, you know?
1: No, for sure.
0: (laughs) Mario, this was awesome. Thank you so much for for coming on. I really, really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. This has been great.
0: Uh, Where can people find you? What are you working on right now?
1: Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash that Mario Rivera, where I will be working on more uh, personal stuff in terms of either me ranting about stuff on camera, like nonstop, which has been fun, or actual like scripted um, stuff that I, you kind of saw us doing on Dual shockers. I'm going to be doing it for myself again. So I will hopefully be getting that started very shortly. Um, and also, you'll be finding me at twitch.tv slash that Mario Rivera, where I will be streaming more. I think uh, I do want to point out uh when this video comes out i believe friday right when yes comes out? yes uh so keep a look at at point in progress or uh that mario vera because we are trying to raise funds uh and for help towards my friend uh kale the writer they are going through some issues with their bills uh so that's where you'll be finding me i'll be on my twitch streaming um from either my channel again just keep looking out look at our socials because that's what we'll talk about we'll be live streaming and we're trying to raise money to help uh cal get back on their feet
0: yeah that's all going to be in the description below when it comes to your social medias and when it comes to point in progress as well um but yeah thank you so much man i appreciate it i appreciate it um so yeah, guys, that was episode five of Within the Beard, a podcast talking to other content creators of why they get into the content that they do, why they got into content creation and where they want to get their where do they want to see their content going and everything in between. This episode is uh recorded live every Wednesday at two or every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash beerandheir, and then put it up on YouTube on youtube.com slash beer and the hair gaming. If you guys like this video please hit that like button if you like this uh, the content on the channel please hit that sub button we're getting close to that we're getting close to halfway to it we're getting close to 500 instead of saying it, we're getting halfway to it. 5, we're, we're getting close to we're getting close to 500 uh, but Mario, thank you so much for joining me I really really appreciate it this this, this is something that I've wanted to do with you and sit down and talk to you because like I I know you but like I didn't know you until we started this stuff with point in progress. Sure. Right, we got
1: we had drinks together. And that
0: was it. Yeah, that, IRL, was, that was nice. Yeah, that was yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. when for, for when <laughs> we were uh meeting up for like kind of funny and stuff. Right, so yes, yeah that that was great. That was that was man. Yeah, I still think back. Days. I still think back to those days, man. <laughs> I still think back to those days. Guys, thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll uh, we'll we'll I'll see you next week. Bye, guys.
1: Bye.